there, friend. You're listening to the Sparrow Parents Podcast, where parents can be resourced and supported for ministry in their homes. I'm your host, Pastor Beth Goodberry, and I am so excited that you're here with me today. Stay tuned. Well, this month we are talking all about food. Now, I don't know about you, but I really love food, like a lot. And as I was thinking about the topics we're going to cover this month, it occurred to me that it might not be as obvious how food and planning our menus and prepping kids' lunches and all of that really ties in with ministry in our homes. Because, of course, that's what we're all about in the Sparrow Parents podcast, resourcing and supporting parents for ministry in their homes. So each week, I'm going to start by specifically explaining how today's topic really does resource us for ministry to our kids and our spouses. Because everything we do and say within the walls of the kitchen leaves a lasting impact on our families, for good or for worse. So as we develop the systems we need to make healthy eating choices for ourselves and for our kids, we can truly press into who we are in Christ and who God is calling us to be. Let's get started. Today's topic is recipe organization, and man, I've got to tell you, I have recorded this segment of my podcast four times now, Um, and so it's kind of funny because I went back and forth about whether to even talk about this today, and then (laughs) to have all the technical difficulties that I'm having, it's kind of making me feel like, man, maybe I shouldn't be talking about this today, but I'm going to go ahead and power through. I did. I went back and forth about whether to talk about recipe organization today. It's it's kind of a funny thing because one day I'll feel like, you know, I have this under control. I have a good system for organizing my recipes and, you know, I I know where to find a recipe um, quickly, if if I'm looking for a specific meal um, or or recipe, then I know where it is for the most part, and so I've got a pretty good system um, going right now. But then there are other days when I kind of feel exactly the opposite. I feel like, why would I talk about recipe organization? I don't have my recipes organized well at all, and um, you know, I think that that feeling kind of comes from an idea that I have about how I could organize my recipes, but I haven't implemented it yet. So here's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to share with you what my current system is for organizing recipes. And I'm also going to share with you this idea that I've had for a long time about how I could be organizing my recipes, um, but I just haven't implemented it yet. So um, it's kind of like... I'm going to be sharing a theory, <laughs> right, a, a system that, that hasn't been tested yet, at least not in my house. I don't know, maybe maybe you use this system that I've had floating around in my head, um, but I'm going to share that with you, and, and then, you know, if you're going to take the time to reorganize your recipes, then you've got a couple of options there um, from 
my brain at least, um, and I'm sure that you're going to have ideas as we go along too. Um, if you have your recipes organized really, really well, I hope that you'll leave a comment and just share it with all of us because we're all looking for new resources, new systems, um, and new support, um, and so that would be really helpful. So the reason why I feel like recipe organization is really important, important enough to spend a day talking about it, um, is that when you don't have your recipes organized, when I don't have my recipes organized, it can really be a hurdle to menu planning. And of course, menu planning is something we talked about uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Um, and you you can find that. It's, uh, it's one of the past episodes just from this month, monthly menu planning. And, um, you know, when you're writing your menu, whether you write it for the whole month or for the week um, or for two weeks, you know, when you don't know your what recipes you have off the top of your head, which many of us don't, um, especially when you know you go to write your menu, it's kind of like you, <laughs> there's like a block there. Um, but it it can really be a hurdle to menu planning if you don't have your recipes organized well. Um, it can also be a frustration at an already tense time of the day uh, because when from day to day, even if you have your menu written, if you don't know where the recipe is for that meal, um, that's going to be really frustrating. And let's face it, it's the time of day when everybody's hungry um, and dinner's not quite ready yet. And there's like this mad rush to get everybody fed. Um, at least that's the way it is in our house right before dinner. And so when we have our recipes organized well in a way that makes sense to us and to our spouse, um, then we can eliminate some of that frustration. So you're you're doing this as a ministry to yourself as you organize, as you plan, um, and as you prepare meals each day. But then think about this. If you're running late from work or you're stuck in traffic or a kid needs to go to the doctor suddenly or, or something like that, and, and you are the one who is supposed to make the dinner that night, um, but your spouse has to step in for whatever reason. Maybe you get sick um, and your spouse has to step in and and make the meal. If your recipes aren't organized in a way that makes sense to both of you, um, then that can really be an added frustration for everybody as well. Um, and so this is a ministry to yourself. It's a ministry to your spouse. And then exponentially, it's a ministry to your kids, right? Because if you're frustrated, they're going to feel that. They're going to pick up on that. Um, and then they're going to start getting frustrated. And so it just kind of is a domino effect, right? Um, I I think all the time about this phrase, happy wife, happy life. And, you know, I, I think there's an air of truth to it. Because if parents, just parents in general, right, if the parents aren't happy, the kids pick up on that, um, and then and and then they have a hard time being happy <laughs> as well. So, anyways, that's a little bit of a rabbit trail. But today, um, I'm really excited to share with you these several ideas that I have for recipe organization. Like I said, some that I've implemented, some that I haven't yet, um, but I plan to, and I'm really excited to get started. So, stay tuned. 
The main place where I get my recipes lately is Pinterest. And so I think that organizing recipes on Pinterest is the first thing we're going to talk about. It's just really, really important to have your Pinterest boards. I, I laugh about this. It, it feels funny to be saying it like this, but it's really important to have your Pinterest boards organized if you're going to use Pinterest. Um, so <laughs> one of the, one of the things that I love um, about Pinterest is that I can just get on and dream and explore and, um, and think about things that maybe I'm not going to use for a really long time. But, um, one of the other things that I really love about Pinterest is it's got a lot of good ideas, a lot of good resources for things that I can use right now. Um, and I try really hard to use the things, to try the things, to do the things that I pin on Pinterest because it makes me feel like those hours that I spend just kind of browsing are actually worthwhile. I feel, I feel productive when I'm on Pinterest because I'm pinning things that I actually may do, um, especially the recipes. Um, so I'm just going to talk about Pinterest for a little bit because I really do get a lot of my recipes from Pinterest. And actually, if you want to follow me on Pinterest, my username is E-L-I-Z, like the beginning of Elizabeth Goodberry, G-O-O-D-B-E-R-R-Y, Eliz Goodberry. Um, or you could just search Elizabeth Goodberry, um, and I think I should pop up. But um, when you create boards that make sense to you, um, that's really the first step um, to organizing your recipes on Pinterest. Um, so what I do is I have four, I, I might have more than that, but, but I have four boards that um, organize my recipes. Um, so one of them is called Ooh Sweet, and it's, it's all kinds of dessert recipes. Any Anything sweet goes on that board. Um, and of course, if you wanted to break that down even more, you certainly could, but that's mine. It's just everything, all the sweet recipes go on there. And then I have one that's just called recipes. I really should change the name of this one, but but to me, it's, it's the dinner recipes, right? Um, and then I have one that's crock pot, because when I'm looking for a crock pot meal, um, I'm, I'm looking specifically for a crock pot meal. Um, and so I, I put, I tried to put all of the crock pot recipes right in there. And then I have one, um, for the bread machine as well. I think I just call it bread machine. And, um, you know, every once in a while I get into a bread machine kick. Um, and I'm just, I always have my bread machine out and I'm always making different kinds of bread. And so, um, that, is my board, my go-to board during those seasons um, in my life. Now, you might want to break it down even more. You might want to make boards for each meal, like breakfast recipes, lunch, dinner recipes. Um, whatever you do on Pinterest, however you organize your boards, make sure that it makes sense to you. Okay. And it, you know, honestly, it doesn't even have to make sense to your spouse. It just needs to make sense to you <laughs> because you're the one who's on Pinterest finding the recipes. Um, and then I would say, make sure you try them. Um, try these recipes, write them into the menu. What I started doing probably about a year ago was when I was writing our monthly menu plan, I would make one night a week be a new recipe. 
Um, and oftentimes that recipe was from Pinterest. Um, sometimes it was from, you know, an older lady in the church who gave me the recipe for whatever soup that I got to try at their Bible study or something like that. But, but write them into your menu. Um, maybe once a week trying a new recipe is just not going to fly in your family. That's okay. Do one a month even. Um, you know, one of the cool things about writing new recipes into your menu is is not not only that you get to try new things and discover meals that your whole family really likes, um, but also it helps your kids to be content with whatever's served, right? I mean, if if they're used to getting chicken nuggets and french fries and pizza and spaghetti and, you know, just all of this simple kind of stuff, you find a recipe online for a new kind of macaroni and cheese or a new soup or, um, you know, a new casserole, and that's what's for dinner. They they eventually um, get used to that, get used to seeing new foods in front of them, which is really, really healthy for kids. And it's really healthy for adults, too. Um, you know, like we talk about kids wanting our kids to eat what's in front of them. But to be completely honest, that can be hard for us as adults because we get to choose <laughs> what we make. Uh, you don't make... Brussels sprouts, if you hated Brussels sprouts as a kid, you're not making your kids eat them because you don't like them. But oh my goodness, that's a, wow, another really long rabbit trail (laughs) that I just went on. Sorry. So you want to try these recipes, write them into your menu. Um, Like I said, I do once per week, but certainly it doesn't have to be that at all. Um, But try them out. And then I would also say, write out your favorite recipes on cards, or like recipe cards, or print them, or write them out on paper and put them into your recipe binder. Um, And that is what we're going to talk about next, is how to organize your printed recipes. As we talk about printed recipes, uh, there are really two ways that you can organize your printed recipes. And this goes for the system that I have not tried yet that I'm going to share in a little bit as well. So you can choose to organize your recipes into a box or into a binder. I feel like the box organization method is more traditional, right? Like you see these pretty little recipe boxes on Pinterest (laughs) and I mean, they're just, they're so cute. And then you can just pull out the recipe card and it's so simple. Um, I really love the idea of a recipe box, but here's the problem I see with it. Only recipe cards will fit in it. And let's be honest, only recipe cards of a certain size will fit in it. So if somebody gives me a recipe, um, maybe on a bigger recipe card or a bigger index card than what would fit in my recipe box, then I have to rewrite it on a smaller card. Or maybe my recipe box is nice and big and it can fit the big index cards, but Maybe somebody prints off a recipe or I print off a recipe from Pinterest that is bigger um, and then I have to rewrite it or resize it um, and it just adds an extra step, right? So like 
So if I'm if I have a box, I need to know that going into it. <laughs> I I need to know that whatever recipes I'm going to put in this box have to fit in the box. Um, and so now maybe you're okay with folding your recipes or something like that. I personally would, that would drive me crazy. <laughs> I'm a little bit too OCD for that. Um, but here's the other idea is to put them in a binder. The reason why I like the recipe binder is first of all, it can stand up right next to your cookbook, which, you know, many of us still have cookbooks in our kitchen, whether we use them or not. Um, so if you have a place for your cookbook, you have a place for your binder too. Um, any prints are going to fit in your binder, um, whether it's a full page or a small recipe card, it will fit into your binder. Um, you can flip through the pages and it's easier to see all of your recipes. That's the other thing about the binder. In the recipe box, you're going to have your, your recipes organized with little tabbies, and we'll talk about the tabs next, but you're not necessarily going to be able to see every recipe in that category um, easily. You will have to flip through every single recipe individually. Whereas if you have your recipes organized into a binder, flipping through a binder is much easier. Now, you know, if you choose if you choose to go with a box, I think the boxes are really cute and I wish that my recipe like I wish that that would work for me, but it just doesn't. So as I talk about what I do, it's all of my recipes, all of my printed recipes or my written out recipes are in a binder. But you could certainly make this work in a box as well. Um, so whatever you decide, whichever medium you decide to use to put your recipes in, um, you certainly can. Now when you do a binder, um, you're going to want, uh, find a binder that brings you joy. You know, is it Marie, what's her name um, on Netflix that that talks about organization. She, she, it's Marie something. I'm sorry. I should have looked this up beforehand, but it, it just kind of came to me as I was talking. Um, she talks about putting things in containers that bring you joy. Um, and I just love this so much, you know, like getting a white binder, you know, okay, whatever, but maybe what will, and maybe a white binder will bring you joy. I know in my office, if I had all white binders, that would bring me so much joy. <laughs> but at home, I feel like I want something pretty, you know, like I want something that looks like pioneer woman or something like that. And so find a binder that brings you joy. My binder is actually, it's, it was pre-made. Um, it, it's called recipes to treasure and I got it for Christmas. So I don't even know where my mom got it for me, but, um, it's a binder that was made to hold recipes. Um, it's called recipes to treasure collected from families and friends, family and friends. And, um, it's just kind of a cool thing. And, you could probably find it on Amazon. I think I've seen things like this um, at like Meyer as well. Um, but you can actually buy binders that are made to put recipes into. But you could also just find a binder that brings you joy in the binder section of your store. Um, and then you also want to buy 
the the pages that are like dividers um, that have the little tabbies on the side. And if you're going with a box, you also need the little tabbies. But what you're going to look for is with the index cards. You're going to look for an index card sized card that has a little tab sticking up that you can write on. Um, and so you definitely need the tabs. Now the other cool thing to have in your binder though is to have these page protectors. Um, and page you want page protectors of several different kinds. You want page protectors that are for full sheets um, and you want a couple of them in each section. And then you also want page protectors that can hold recipe cards. Now, like I said, mine came with this. So this might have to be something that you like special order from Amazon or something, because I'm not completely sure where you can find them. Um, but basically four recipe cards can fit into one page protector that has the little um, divider in it to to hold each recipe card separately. I bet you could, if you're really crafty, I bet you could make this. Or like uh, one of my friends has a heat press that she uses for her um, cookie business. I wonder, honestly, if you could heat press these normal page protectors into four sections to be able to use it um, for this purpose. So anyways, something to think about. And then something else I would really recommend is that you put a couple of pieces of lined paper in each section. And if you can find a, a, um, divi a divider page that has a pocket in it, that's going to be really, really helpful for you too, for each section. Some sort of pocket in each section is gonna be really helpful. Okay, so now what I wanna talk about is the tabs. Um, what you need is you need tabs in your binder or in your box that make sense to you. Um, and so you want a good number of them. You want to be able to, to separate them um, down down as 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 low as you can if that makes sense so like you don't want you like you you remember my pinterest boards um that you know i have one that's just recipes one that's just crock pot you don't want to do that <laughs> for your printed recipes you want them to be more specific that's what i was going for more specific let me tell you what the tabs are in my binder now these are the tabs that came with my binder and to honestly i get a little bit frustrated with these ones these do not always make sense to me so these are not the best tabs for me, but I think that it's a good starting place. So if you've got a, a pen and paper, you might want to write this down if you're thinking about creating your own. But here are mine. Appetizers, beverages, breakfasts, pasta and rice, salads, soups, poultry, meats, seafood, vegetables, desserts, holidays, and hints. Now, like I said, these do not all make complete sense to me. I really like the appetizers one. That makes sense to me. Beverages, easy, right? Breakfasts, absolutely. Pasta and rice, yes. Salads, soups, those are all really good 
um, categories to me. But then we get into poultry. Now, I use chicken in like everything, okay? <laughs> and so for me, this poultry tab doesn't make much sense. I do use it, um, but I would rather have something like casseroles, crock pot, um, things like that, um, meats as well. It, that one, you know, it, so what I do is I separate my recipes based on what kind of meat it is. So I've got my poultry, my turkey and my chicken, and then I've got my, like all the other meats go in this other tab. Um, and that's not necessarily how I organize my menu, so it shouldn't be how I organize my recipes, if that makes sense. So we talked about in monthly menu planning in that episode, we talked about having a certain day of the week to serve a certain kind of food. So maybe Thursdays are crockpot days. Uh, maybe Fridays are pizza days. Maybe Saturdays are days to grill. Um, those are the kinds, whatever category you are making for your days of the week each month, um, that should be how you organize your recipes into your binder or into your box. Um, so think about that as you, as you organize your recipes. Think about how am I going to be organizing my menu, uh, because then what's going to happen is you're going to be looking for a casserole um, for Monday or a soup for Tuesday or whatever it may be, and then you can just open up your recipe binder, open up your recipe box, and look at all of your recipes for soups, and then you can choose a couple for that month, right? Now, this is just a really, really helpful way um, to organize your recipes. And as you as you start to use it, you're going to find that that the time invested in creating this binder, in creating this box, um, is really going to be well worth it. Uh, because of that, because of when you're writing your menu, you can just open it up and you can see all of your recipes. That's going to be really, really helpful to you um, as as you go about your, your other systems um, related to food. So the pockets in your binder are going to be for the weird-sized um, pieces of paper that you write recipes on. Um, sometimes I just find a piece of scrap paper and I write stuff down. Um, you know, uh, maybe I'm at a friend's house and I'm like, oh, can I have that recipe? And they just dictate it to me. And then when I get into the car, I have to quickly write it down before I forget it. <laughs> oh my goodness. I hate it when that happens. And I do it to people too. Um, just, oh yeah, it's so easy. It's blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, oh, okay, now I have to write that down because I am never going to remember that like you do because you've made that dish however many times. Um, so all those scrap pieces of paper that you um, write recipes down on, they can go in those pockets. Your recipe cards that you either write down when you write down, write on, excuse me, um, when you have enough time to actually write neatly on a recipe card or maybe a recipe card that somebody gives to you that they can go in those divided page protectors and then of course your printouts or um or whatever you know your bigger recipes your typed recipes can go in those big page protectors um and then having the papers 
in your recipe binder are just going to be helpful for when, you know, you found a recipe on Pinterest or on Google or or on allrecipes.com and you just want to write it down real quick. You don't want to find a piece of paper. You can just open up your recipe binder and you can write it down right in there. These are the kinds of things you really can't do with the box, right? Um, that again, that is why I really recommend you get a binder for your recipes. So now I want to talk to you about a system idea that I have had for a while now. I just haven't implemented it entirely yet. Um, and it's very simple. It's simply to clip the recipes to the menu for each week or for the month. Um, all, all that that entails is that it is an extra step in the menu planning, right? So taking the recipe cards and clipping them up on the menu, um, whatever whatever kind of menu <laughs> plan you have, if it's a, a printed menu, if it's a, a physical menu on the wall, you know, um, putting that up with the menu so that every day you just take the recipe right off of the menu and you go to work. Um, the really nice thing about this system would be that you don't have to remember where you found each recipe, right? You, you don't have to look at the menu for the night and be like, okay, where did I find that recipe? Was it on Pinterest? Was it on allrecipes.com? Was it on a website? Was it on a blog? Was it, you know, was it in my recipe binder or is it in my cookbook or whatever it may be? Because it's right there. You've already done that step. And so then on whatever day it is, you can just grab that, that recipe card and start making it. Now, the only thing about this, the, the only reason really that I have not done this yet is because all your recipes have to be printed or written. Um, and, and that's the only reason why I haven't done this is I have not taken the time to go through specifically my Pinterest board and write down all of our recipes um, on a physical note card or piece of paper. Um, so... Here's the halfway idea, if you like this idea, and, and this is actually something that I do um, quite often, is on the menu itself, I write where the recipe can be found. So let's take a simple one, chicken and rice, okay? Now, the, that recipe is in my brain. I mean, I do have it written down, but but I just do it, you know? And, and we all have recipes like that, that you just, you just do it. You don't need to look it up anymore. Um, but whatever it may be, now, now, if my husband were making chicken and rice, honestly, at this point, it's probably just in his head too. But there may be a recipe that's in my head that's not in his head. Um, and so where could he find that recipe, right? And so what I would do is on the menu, I would write Pinterest or, bud or budget binder, good grief, or um, binder or cookbook or whatever it is. And of course, there's not much room left. We have what we do is our, our calendar um, dry erase board is our menu plan because um, we do it for the whole month. And so uh, Pinterest is just P with a circle around it. 
crockpot recipe is CP, and usually that's on Pinterest as well. Cookbook would be CB with a circle around it. Binder would be just a B with a circle around it. Um, and that just tells us where that recipe can be found. Um, and that makes it really easy, again, on, on a day-to-day -day basis. It makes it really easy to find your recipes um, before you start cooking, and, and you can just get that process started um, a lot sooner at an already tense time of the day. <laughs> I feel like I keep bringing that up, that it's such a tense time of the day. Can you tell that it's my least favorite time of the day? Right before dinner, when everybody's hungry. Uh, that's just, a, it's a really frustrating time of the day in our house. And um, I gather from other people that it's that it's the same. That's kind of a universal thing um, around here. So that's my idea. Clip the recipes to the menu for the week or for the month um, so that you can just grab and go. Um, and I really hope that you have picked up on some tips for organizing your recipes that are going to be helpful, especially this Thanksgiving season. You know, we are going to be going to families' houses or to friends' houses and um, maybe trying some new recipes. And there may be a recipe that you want to share with somebody or a recipe that somebody wants um, to share with you that you want someone to share with you. Um, and you're going to want to gather those and then you don't want to lose them, right? So um, getting your recipes organized before Thanksgiving will be a great way uh, to do ministry for other people as well. Because when somebody asks you, hey, how did you make that stuffing? I would love your stuffing recipe. I would love your cranberry sauce recipe, you know, whatever it is. Um, you know where it is and, and you can just whip it out make a copy for them and, and hand it out. So um, I hope that this helps. Um, I hope that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving season, and I cannot wait to dive into our topic for this next uh, several weeks, which is going to be related to church. Um, we're going to be talking about getting to church on time, um, helping our kids uh, engage in what they learn in in church services, in their Sunday school class or their, their children's church service, um, and bringing that into the home. Um, and I'm really, really excited. I mean, you know, if you know me, um, I am a children's pastor, and so this is really my passion, um, is uh, to equip parents for ministry in their home. And I'm just really, really excited to dive into that in the next coming weeks. Hey, I talked a lot today about monthly menu planning. I referenced it several times. If that is something that you're interested in trying, it is season one, episode six of the Sparrow Parents podcast, and it's called Monthly Menu Planning. It was posted at the end of October, and I would love for you to go ahead and check out that episode um, if that's something that you're interested in starting to do. I think that I really... Um, was able to make it very, very simple. Um, I know that writing a menu for the entire month can seem very daunting if you've never done it before. But it's really, um, you know, when you break it down into the steps that I have for you, it becomes very simple and very doable. So if that's something that you've considered in the past but you didn't know where, where to start, that's an awesome episode for you to take a look at. Season 1, Episode 6, Monthly Menu planning. 
Well, today we talked about a lot of different ways to organize your recipes, um, a lot of ideas there, and I just really hope that you have picked up one or two tips that is going to help you, that are going to help you as you organize your recipes in the coming months. Um, And I really hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening.